Hello, hello, hello to the most wonderful people in the world. And I don't just say that just to say it. I really mean it. You are God's most wonderful people. And to Jesus be the praise. Well, we're in the car again on this lovely day. Say hello. Chad. It's really true. He loves the church like I've never seen anyone. Well, I mean, they're God's people. I mean, it's wonderful. <laughs> you know, uh, Chad was just saying something to me, and I really am uh, ready to pray with you. I want to I pray with you this wonderful weekend that God will just bless you financially. And I think this is the time to really pray with you and believe God for you because i believe where two agree it's always done so i have faced uh challenges in my life maybe more than you realize with finances but every time someone prayed with me something happened wow. every single time if i ever faced a problem financially usually i would call and say let's pray and when we did god always answered always so, you know, maybe you have no one to turn to right now. Maybe you don't know anyone to call. That's why I'm calling you basically, okay? Because I want to pray with you. And God Almighty is doing some amazing things on earth today, especially in Israel. I just heard some of the most amazing news, which has a lot to do with, I think, God blessing your, your finances because I think this wealth transfer that we've been talking about is almost upon us. I'm telling you, sweet people, it's almost upon us. Because God gave the wealth of Egypt to Israel right before they left the land. And right before we leave, and it's not long now, believe me, right before we leave this earth in the rapture, we are going to see the greatest harvest and God will give us the finances to finance the last day harvest on earth. I just heard what's happening inside Israel. You have got to hear this. When Israel was established as a nation, only 30 people were saved, only three zero. In the last four years, over 30,000 now, over 30,000. And that's a very conservative number, they say. So there's a new move of God in Israel today where Jews are preaching the gospel to Jews. And it's so exciting to watch because I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime. Because you know, the Lord said in Matthew 10, 23 to his disciples, go preach the gospel. And before you are done, I'll be back. And then in 70 AD, everything stopped when the Romans destroyed Jerusalem for 2000 years. The Jewish people were dispersed throughout the world. They came back in 1948, four years before I was born, and they were not ready to hear the gospel in 48 because of the Holocaust and before that the Crusaders and so forth. For the first time in Jewish history, they're hearing the gospel now on a massive scale. One million, one million Israelis have heard the gospel in the last four years. One million out of seven million. There are 15, one five million Jews on earth. Only 15, one five. And seven million of them live inside Israel. And the Lord said, 
go preach to them. He was saying that to his Jewish disciples and apostles. He said, go preach to Israel. And before you're done preaching in Israel, to Israel, I will be back. And now we're seeing it happening. Like the clock stopped in 70 AD, and now it, it, it has started, and now it's speeding up amazingly. This says to me, not only that the Lord is coming, but we are about to see the greatest harvest of souls on the planet. It's got to happen because it says in the, in the book of Acts that a time of refreshing must come before the coming of the Lord. All the prophecies must be fulfilled before the coming of the Lord. And one of them that God promised is what? That he will give us the wealth of the sinner to spread the gospel. And I want you ready for those days because they're almost upon us. And there's, in my opinion, two ways only where we can prosper. We, number one, love the Lord with all our hearts because it says so in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 21, that I may cause them who love me to inherit substance. Number two, love his word because this book of the law will not depart out of your heart or mouth. You'll meditate therein day and night. And if you observe to do according to all that's written therein, you will prosper. You will be successful. So there's two keys to prosperity. And I believe every one of you qualifies. Every one of you listening to me is in line to prosper. But now we have to trigger that. That's the, the thing. And so you were saying to me earlier, that when you feel one more time, say, say it again, but speak loud so they can hear you. You know, sir, I was reading when Moses was speaking to the Israelites about what the Lord had told them on the mountain and how uh, Moses called for the Israelites to give to the Lord's work, to give to the building of the tabernacle. And it spoke how, how the Israelites' hearts were stirred. He said, if, if you have a willing heart, I was asking you, sir, how important is it not to neglect that's stirring from the Lord in our hearts. Whenever we feel a stirring, that's the that's really the time to sow. Whenever we sense the anointing flowing, that's when the seed will work quick. So we are now in a season of incredible happenings in the spirit, in the realm of the spirit. And I think this is the time to really obey the commandments of the Lord about sowing and reaping. If we don't sow, at this time, I think we cannot secure our tomorrow. Because securing our tomorrow depends on what? The Bible says, cast your bread upon the waters, meaning souls. It will return to you. And then it says something powerful. It says, sow a portion of seven and also of eight. For thou knowest not what evil is coming in the future. That's Ecclesiastes 11, verse 2. Raise your seed to protect your future, is what it says. It says, sow a portion of seven, also of eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. Right now, we are in a season where we're seeing evil things on the globe and glorious things in our lives. We cannot ignore this voice right now. The, the voice of God is speaking to all of us through everything we are, we are hearing about, everything going on around us. That's God's voice. When you hear that Jewish people now, one million of them in Israel have heard the gospel, that means Jesus is on the way back 
when you hear that 27 million Jews have now watched something to do with the gospel presentation. That's incredible. Sorry, 27 million times. 27 million times Jewish people have seen something about the gospel in the last few years on social media. That's incredible. That's incredible. So now we know the Lord is on the way because they're hearing it, fulfilling Matthew 10, 23, that you really need to read. It's a powerful verse, a powerful verse. And remember what the Lord says. He says, I will not return till you say, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. They'll be looking for him. And now they're looking for him for the first time in 2000 years. This to me is so exciting. I want to shout. But anyways, I'll behave myself. Saints, I'm telling you, you do not have to worry about money. You do not have to worry about where the money will come from. If you love the Lord, and I know you do, and love his word, and I know you do. But you have to do something. You have to act. You have to trigger the harvest by sowing a seed. There is no other way. But then we have to hear God talking to us. I think if we sow seed because of something emotional, we lose our seed. Therefore, we have to see the law of God. My father-in-law, Roy Harden, years ago said something that's so powerful. He said, the law of giving is a fixed law. You cannot change. So when God speaks to you through his word, or you hear someone talk to you about what the Bible says about it, and you feel the stirring in your heart, that's the time to sow. Don't wait. And that's why I'm talking to you now, because I'm praying God will use my voice to stir your heart, that God will, will bless you. You cannot, nobody can buy miracles. That's impossible. But sowing seed releases harvests. That's all. When a farmer sows his farm, he releases what? The harvest. But there's always a time to wait for the harvest. Seed, time, harvest. Seed, time, harvest. Now, in Ecclesiastes it says that the storms will always come after we sow. Storms always come after we sow. It says, cast your bread on the water. You'll find it after many days. Sow a portion of seven, also of eight, for thou knowest not what evil will be on the earth. And then it says this, it says, if the tree will fall, if the storm will come and push the trees down, don't look at it. He that observes the wind will not sow. He who observes the clouds will not reap. In other words, if we look, and that's the third thing it says, number one, cast your bread on the water, sow your seed. Number two, in increase it. Number three, don't let the storm distract you. Don't let the storm steal your faith. And then there are powerful verse that I love so much, verse five. It says, you don't know how the wind blows. You don't know how the spirit moves, in other words. You don't know how the baby grows inside the womb of a, of a woman. Nor do you know the work of God, meaning you don't know how the seed works either. Only God knows that. Verse 6 says what? Sow your seed in the, in the morning and sow your seed in the evening and you'll trigger the harvest because you don't know which seed will produce, it says. You can read that for, for yourself, Ecclesiastes 11, verse 1, right through, right through verse 6. And what is so powerful is we sow our seed, 
we increase our seed if we are wanting to protect our future. Three, don't look at the storms when they come because they always do. Every time I've given to God, obstacles came in my way. Every single time because the, the enemy knows, the enemy knows if he can distract you, the, the harvest may not come. That's why it says in due season you will reap if you faint not. And the enemy always wants us to faint so there's no harvest coming. So God says, don't observe the clouds or the wind. Otherwise you will not reap. What do I do? I keep my eyes on the Lord. I keep my eyes on his word. Verse 6, it says, keep sowing and trust God. You don't know how the spirit moves. You don't know how the baby grows. You don't know the work of God. Verse 5, in other words, let the Lord take care of it. Don't worry about it. Don't pay attention to the problems that come your, your way. Just sow that seed and sow it in the morning. Some will sow it in the evening. You don't know which one it says will work, but a seed will work if you sow it according to the scripture. How? Wrap it with faith. And that whole chapter is about faith. Casting your blood on the water, increasing your seed, don't look at the storms, trust God, keep sowing and you reap. It's all about faith. There are times when my seed will produce 30, the harvest, I mean, a 30-fold harvest. Sometimes my seed will, will produce 60, sometimes 100. That's what it means in verse 6. You don't know which seed will produce what. All seed produces. It doesn't matter what, what seed you use. So every farmer will, will, will always see the harvest. The thing is, he doesn't know what, what amounts will come back. That's up to God. And what increases the amount? Faith. When you wrap your seed with faith, it increases the harvest. So today, I want you to wrap your seed with faith. Not only to sow, because look, look, you qualify for the harvest. You qualify for the wealth transfer. You qualify because you already love the Lord Jesus and you love his word. Now you need to step out in faith and do the most difficult part of all. Sow seed and let it go out of your hand. We all, every day, we have two choices. Or we, we eat our seed and lose it, or we sow our seed and gain a greater harvest. Every day we make that decision. Every single day, Chad makes it, I make it, you make it. Am I going to eat my seed? or sow my seed. If I eat my seed, I lose it. If I sow my seed, I gain the harvest, and that seed will come back to the sower. God gives more seed to the sower. Now, let me pray with you. And I want to encourage you, because this is the time that the harvest will come. It says, pray the Lord of the harvest. The harvest, God is in charge of it. He's the Lord of the harvest. So when we pray now, the Lord of the harvest will send the harvest. All right, let's pray. Chad, you pray, but keep your hands on the wheels, on the wheel. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord. I pray right now with your people. 
everyone, Lord, that has a need, everyone that needs a harvest, everyone that needs a blessing financially and security financially, Lord, you know their name. You know who they are. You know their needs. Now, Lord, as they sow that seed in faith, trusting you, believing your word, bless them as they wrap that seed with faith. Bless them, Lord, with the harvest. Let it come right on time, right on time. Lord, if they need that harvest in the next 24 hours, do it, I pray. Nothing is impossible with you. If, you need, if, if they need that harvest, Lord, in two or three days, let it come on time. If they need that harvest in a week, let it come on time. In Jesus' holy name, let it come on time. Whenever the time is, Lord, that's right for them. Grant it in Jesus' name. Now, I want you to lift your hands up high and tell the Lord, when do you need it? Please tell him when. Because David prayed for the harvest. Remember that? He said, send prosperity now. He prayed for it. He said, send it now, Lord. So now lift your, your hands and ask God to send it your, your way and tell him when you need it. Jesus said, ask, you'll receive. Catherine Woman used, used, used to say, give God the details. Give him all the details. So right now you tell the Lord, Lord, I need this money and here's how much I need and here's when I need it. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, now you saw that seed right now. Oh, my I feel such an anointing right now. I wanted to sow that seed, I'm telling you. That anointing is flowing. And as you sow that seed, the harvest will be triggered for you. And you can sow right there on the platform you're, you're watching me on. You can go to our website, bennyin.org, or you can text BHM. Four five seven seven seven. You can do it right now, right now, and watch how quickly God will turn things around for you. And I'm telling you, keep watching Israel, because that is the sign we're about to see the greatest harvest of souls, and God will give you the money to finance the last day harvest. Blessed be His holy name. Jesus is Lord forever. Amen. Amen.